0: You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for Plano Pulse with your hosts, Jamie Jolly and Jeff Beckley.
1: Thank you for joining us for the first ever episode of Plano Pulse, recorded right here at the Plano Chamber of Commerce office located in the Legacy, Texas Business Center. Our goal with this programming is really to provide valuable information for our members and the greater community. And we look forward to bringing you some great content in the following months. Since this is our first episode, we wanted to take some time to introduce our host, that's us, and share a little about what you can expect for future episodes of the podcast. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm Jamie Jolly, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber of Commerce.
0: And I'm Jeff Beckley, 2018, Plano Chamber Board Chair. So, uh, Jamie, I know a lot about you, but uh, there's probably a lot I don't know as well. I'm sure that our listeners don't know. Could you give us a little background on who you are and what brought you here to the Chamber?
1: Yeah. So, Jeff, it's kind of funny. I was talking with someone the other day, and um, I can't believe I'm coming up on eight years of being here at the Chamber. I know. I know. So, in September, (laughs) it will be um, eight years. And I really think my background kind of set me up great for this position. Um, So go back in my history, and it even tracks back to eighth grade, I started my own business. I actually um, taught dance to younger kids, tap, ballet, jazz, and I really wanted to own my own business. My dad had his own business. And so I kind of understood, I had this entrepreneurial spirit. Um, That lasted about a year or two while I was in high school. And then I started cheering and things like that and didn't have time. Um, And then briefly after high school, I went and actually worked for my dad's business. And that's where I really saw how challenging it can be to be successful when you have your own business. You have to You have to create benefits you have to make sure that your employees are valued Um, my dad ran an air conditioning business and um, he really benefited from the tourism industry and 9-11 changed his world and so i got to see firsthand what it was like to run a business and so that was a, a great experience and then really coming out of that i went to work in the association world and what i love about associations is that people are part of a chamber or an association or a trade industry because they really wanna be there. They wanna learn more about that um, that business or in our instance, they really wanna be involved in our community and understand the challenges and needs of the business community. Um, learn from each other, and so I find this line of work extremely rewarding. And again, I cannot believe it's been eight years. It's been a great eight years, and I've enjoyed it. So, so before
0: you started yeah. the chamber, you were at the restaurant association, and
1: yeah. So um, previously, I worked as executive director at the Greater Dallas Restaurant Association, which included a nine county uh, region, if you will, and it was really working hand in hand with um, restaurateurs, understanding some of their challenges. Um, and helping them to be more effective in how they manage their business uh, the restaurant industry as we know is extremely challenging the profit margins are very small so um, very good experience um, sure. lots of legislative issues that came up during the time when I was there and um, felt like I've really learned a lot about um, how businesses operate in that instance too.
0: And you also worked on the uh, planning for Clive Warren Park right?
1: Yeah, so um, back when I worked for the Real Estate Council, which is a group of commercial developers in Dallas, um, they identified a, a signature project, and that project is what we know today as Clyde Warren Park. And it was really just, um, what can we do that would change, forever change the landscape of Dallas? And so part of my role as um, working in government affairs and public policy for the organization was helping to convene the Um, foundation task force and kind of the planning group, if you will, in making sure that we could implement the park, and it took everything from going to the state, federal, local government, and raising sixty million dollars, to convincing the general public that this was a good idea to go build this five-acre deck over the freeway, and that people would actually utilize it. So, um, if you go down there today and you see that, you can see that vision really came to life, and it's pretty exciting. It was a, a fun time in my career. I got to to work on something that um, definitely changed the landscape oh my in gosh, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, well, I worked kind of in
0: cool. Dallas for a number of years. I worked at the Morning News back That's in right. the mid-90s yeah. through about 2003. And that was really before the park had, I mean, it was still in its genesis. Uh, but I can remember you know, going through the Arts District and thinking, gosh, we've got a wonderful asset here yeah. in the Arts District. And this is about the time that Boeing was considering their move to, to Dallas, and it came down to Dallas or Chicago. And I think what tilted the scales in favor of Chicago was that Chicago had the uh, arts district sure. that, that Dallas, um, they, they thought, lacked. Mm-hmm. Well, Clive Warren Park, I mean, if you go down there now, it has really transformed that area. And I, I feel like yeah. downtown Dallas has been a huge beneficiary from that project. And I mean, it's, it's phenomenal.
1: And Plano has benefited from having that arts district. We are able to recruit companies and bring new jobs and opportunities here because of that um, growth that we're seeing. I think the arts district in Dallas is the largest contiguous arts, arts district in the nation. So oh, wow. just to give you an idea. Yeah.
0: No, but great. okay,
1: so let's talk a little bit about that. You worked at Dallas Morning News, and now you're a CPA. How did yeah. that come to be? Well, I've always been a CPA. <laughs> I think
0: I've been a CPA since uh, my mom gave birth to me. Okay. <laughs> um, no, actually. So uh, it's interesting. You know, in in my life, I... I uh, Always had a mind for business. My dad had his own business, and uh, much like your dad, I saw kind of the not just the glamour of it. And he actually raced harness horses, and still does to this day. He and his wife are in Ohio, and they do that. Um, But you know, so we had the glamour of the showing of the horses and the racing, and but that was only a small, very small part of what actually went into the business. I mean, you've got all the uh, the regulations and the accounting and the HR. Issues and you know, it really doesn't matter what size business you have those issues still remain the same For my dad being a small business He had to do a lot of that himself and I always had an affinity for that I didn't really realize that I had an affinity for the accounting until I went to college and I took an accounting class because I wanted to be a business management major and my accounting teacher said, you know You should really think about being an account- ah, I don't want to do that i went ahead and double majored in management and accounting because i thought well if i can't get a job in management i could always count beans for a living and and uh, (laughs) left there uh, did audit work for some magazines and newspapers landed at the dallas morning news worked as the circulation vp there for 10 years went to atlanta did that for a couple of years and then uh, after the newspaper business started to erode um, advertising revenue started to erode i moved back to Plano we opened the CPA practice one of the first decisions we made was to join the Chamber of Commerce now we actually joined thank you thank you (laughs) Uh, we've never looked back on that as a bad decision Uh, in fact we joined a few chambers here in the area but the Plano Chamber really was a good draw for us we set up our business here uh, I can tell you we've had a lot of great success growing our business through either contacts directly through the Chamber or folks that they knew. We've really built the business off network, and the Chamber's really been a large part of that. And I had started by coming to the Friday Morning Business Interchange, I actually chaired it one year with Lori Birch, and uh, and then got involved in the Finance Committee, and, and since then have been on the board and now you know, chairman.
1: A lot of our members do start with our business interchange. It's a great introduction really to the chamber. And I know you've said a lot of your business, I mean, what is it, thirty percent of your business? I'd say even
0: more than that. More I mean that? in the early days, I would say it was over ninety percent of our business came directly from the chamber. And That's it was great. And it was strange because it would be like folks that referred us to a friend who told their dad about us or something. You know, it was right. like second and third degree connections. It wasn't necessarily people in the room. And I think that's what some folks lose sight of is that, you know, you don't just go out and hand out business cards and expect business to come. It's from that second and third uh, level referral. But the chamber has been great for us, and that's why. I felt compelled to get involved in to the extent that I have. So, so
1: you're halfway now into your year oh as gosh. chairman of the board. <laughs> Time flies. It's Time does crazy. fly. So, um, and that's a commitment, just so people know our, our board members, um, directors serve uh, three consecutive years as a single term. They can serve up to two terms on the board. Um, how many years have you been on the board so far?
0: 27. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want to say I'm coming on the end of my fifth or sixth year, Okay. but I was involved with the finance committee, and again, that was another way to kind of get involved in the board. So it's interesting. I went to a Plano First lunch, and I don't think we called it Plano First. It was back when Kelly Palmer was CEO, and I went up after the meeting and uh, introduced myself. Well, Kelly said, hey, let's go to lunch sometime, and then a month later, he had uh asked if I wanted to join the finance committee. And so, yeah, I can do this. I I can count beans with the best of them. Yeah. And uh, Terry Woods was the treasurer back then. And I knew Terry pretty well. And you just got to see how the chamber worked. And and, uh, really, um, just that's how I got connected. Started with BI, but through the finance committee. And and then from there, uh, I got nominated to the board. And uh, it's been great. It's been great. Good.
1: Um, well, and I will say, I'll use this opportunity to plug that we are accepting applications for our board of directors. We you continually said that. are recruiting um, great people to serve like Jeff. And um, so we have a few spots that will open up for 2019 and we are accepting applications. So we'll have that information on our website. Um,
0: and I'll say, uh-huh. uh, let me say on that, if you ever want to get involved in the, in the chamber, that's the way to do it. That's a great way to do it is to come in, if you have a passion for the chamber, you can really make a difference and you can really see how the chamber works. So it's been a great experience for me and uh, I hope that we get some good applications.
1: So along those lines, Jeff, you know we're accepting board applications. Um, Board service takes a lot of your volunteer time, but let's talk about your personal life. Tell us a little bit about Jeff, when you're not at work and you're not serving as the board chair.
0: Uh, I don't know. Where do we start? I mean, I'd I'd like to be involved in the community. I I volunteer with uh, the Plano Rotary Club. Um, I'm on the Plano Education Foundation, PISD Education Foundation board. I do some triathlon stuff. Um, we've got an Ironman coming up here before too yes, long. Yes, it's
1: been a topic of conversation with our staff. You're running the Little Debbie Ironman. <laughs> no, we, it's not
0: the Twinkie. No, not the it's Twinkie, the, Little, the Debbie. Little Debbie. Big difference.
1: And we just wanted to know, are they going to hand out like Nutter Butters or Nutty?
0: <laughs> I hope so. That's yeah. the only reason why I'm okay. doing it. Okay. There are two reasons why I'm doing it. Number one is it's a river swim. So it's downriver. I'm a terrible swimmer. I figure I'll just put my water wings on and, yeah. and you know, maybe have a beer and just <laughs> float. Float for two and a half miles and then get out and I can bike and run and then get some little Debbie's at the end. You I know?
1: love it. Well, that's great.
0: N- Nutter butter, nutty buddies. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, that's what I want. It's been a while. Yep. So that's my whole reason for doing And I might just eat them for the next 24 hours.
1: And then so. you also um, you've you've ridden in the hotter than hell bike ride. Yeah,
0: we've done that. A few you've times, done yeah. quite a
1: few biking events. so yeah, yeah, Okay. A few
0: marathons. There are like 20 marathons now, and so, uh, but uh, my wife Juliet, she puts up with it. She actually she kind of likes it on Saturday mornings. I go do my bike ride, and she gets to spend her time reading. It's her quiet time. So when I come home early, she's like. What are you doing home so early i I thought i had another (laughs) hour to read she needed the break so give us a little fun fact about you jamie i mean what do what do we not know about you that we should know uh that you like to do outside of work or some other fun fact
1: yeah so um one thing that we do definitely have in common is we're dog people so um both of us have dog children And um, I just recently adopted little Max. It's been a year, which is crazy. I can't believe it, but um, I'm very much involved in um, my dog. I have three great step-kids and two daughters-in-law, and um, we get to spend a lot of time with them. And so that's kind of fun. I would say something that maybe most people don't know about me is that um, I do like to play a little bit of golf. So my husband and I, when we travel, we'll try to pick up a round of golf here and there. We've played in Mexico. We've played in other locations when we travel. Um, Wish I had more time and patience for golf. (laughs) Don't we all? Um, But I I definitely enjoy being outside, hiking. Um, One of the most fun trips I've ever taken is um, my husband and I went to the British Virgin Islands with some friends, and he actually captained... A boat, a catamaran, out in the BVI's for ten days, and did, I did
0: you play the role of Gilligan, the the first mate? Yeah, yeah first mate. I, I
1: somehow got fired from that role, but um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Did and having to do
0: with patience, yeah, or,
1: <laughs> maybe that was it. But um, we do love to travel, so um, my husband Marvin and I feel very blessed to be in Plano. We enjoy um, getting to know the community more, working together. He's a realtor, so um, it really works well. My role is a 24-7 type job. I'm constantly um, attending and representing the chamber in different capacities, and he's a team player, goes right along with me, um, really enjoys the opportunity to um, get to know Plano better. Um, And then we also were fortunate enough this um, past year, we just built our dream home in Legacy West, and um, really just kind of nesting right now, getting situated. But um, it's fun to be in the middle of, of, as our mayor calls it, the center of the universe and see all that come to fruition and all the jobs that have been created there. So we've really enjoyed our new home and um, enjoy entertaining friends there. Um, So that's a little bit about both of us. And we'd like to share some more about what you can expect in our future podcast. Before we dive into that, we're gonna take a short break to hear from our sponsors. And thanks again for joining us.
0: I want a commercial banker who really gets me. Scratch that. I want a commercial banker who really gets it done. At Legacy Texas, we get it. Really, you expect your banker to understand your needs. It's how they deliver on them that makes the difference. At Legacy Texas, we have the capital and experience you need to seize opportunities as they arise. So whether you're an entrepreneur or a CEO, you can count on us to get it done for you and your business. Legacy Texas, change your mind about banks. Member FDIC.
1: Welcome back to Plano Pulse. I'm Jamie Jolly and um, hope you enjoyed that break and learning a little bit about our sponsor. So picking up where we left off, we want to take some time to give you an idea of exactly what's going to happen here at the Plano Pulse podcast and talk a little bit about the structure of our podcast. So we will start um, each episode, we'll have one episode that really focuses on the people that make up our business community. So we have a lot of great um, CEOs and community leaders that are involved in making Plano a great place to live and um, do business. And we'll also wanna tackle some of the tough issues that are facing our business community. So we'll also have a second episode um, where we'll we'll focus on those important topics. Um, Some of those might be property taxes. There's a lot of discussion right now about the impact of property taxes, not only on business, but also on individual homeowners. Um, Public school finance really goes hand in hand with property tax. How do we make sure that our future workforce is being funded adequately and being trained to the caliber that we expect um, as they enter into the workforce? Also um, city projects and city topics like Envision Oak Point that is the um, strategic plan and the vision that um, the city is considering for the east side of our town and really understanding what that means to business and to the community. Also, affordable housing, that's another topic that we continue to hear from our employers on. How do we make sure that we have adequate and affordable housing for the different levels of workforce that are entering into Plano? And everybody's favorite topic, Jeff and I talk about this I feel like every day, would be transportation. How do we make sure people can move their product and services across our community and and across the region, as well as as a commuter, yes, yes, across town, and we wanna make sure that um, we hit on some of these important topics that we are constantly thinking about as a board and a chamber of commerce. We wanna make sure that we're bringing these to light, we're sharing some of the information that we have, and hopefully, maybe even throwing out some ideas as solutions to some of these big issues that are facing our region.
0: Yeah, so I just wanted to call out one item that you mentioned there, Envision uh, Oak Point. I think uh, maybe by the time this airs, uh, we still, we will not have had the council meeting, I believe it's scheduled for Monday the 23rd, J- July 23rd. Uh, so if it's not yet the 23rd, we wanna make sure that, uh, um, that our members know, that the, our listeners know that that's a very important strategic plan, as you mentioned, uh, for the east side of Plano to help really kind of guide us in how to, um, you know, promote a business and uh, and development in that area in a responsible way. Right. So I didn't know if you wanted to say a little bit more about that before sure. the meeting.
1: Well, and I think, you know, we sent a survey out to our members that are based in that area that where the Envision Oak Point plan is, is being um, conducted. And what we found was that there was resounding support for this type of strategic initiative that really could drive future development. Um, We're not necessarily for all development, we're for smart development. We wanna make sure it includes factors like affordable housing and um, different types of amenities that are important to our citizens, parks, green space, trails. And the Envision Oak Point plan really does a good job of incorporating all those details. Um, There's been lots of community input And um, we feel like as a board of directors and an organization that it's the right direction. Um, It's always good to have a plan. It's it's maybe not perfect, but it's a good starting point. It will help drive future conversations and hopefully it'll bring new developers and people that want to invest in Plano to make it a better place. Hopefully it'll bring them to the table as we um, see that part of our city kind of turn over.
0: Exactly, exactly. I think it's the kind of responsible plan that uh, that we in the business community would love to see uh, pushed forward. It really kind of creates um, a more walkable environment. It really helps on that side of town that we haven't had maybe the same level of development that we've had on our west side. It's really a, a valuable asset to the city it does not involve the actual park itself and the amphitheater, which is across the street there, north of Spring Creek and east of Jupiter. Right. Um, but uh, but it, but it does involve the area west there that goes around the, the Plano uh, Center and uh, and the in the adjacent areas there.
1: And what I think is exciting is it also incorporates mobility with the thought Absolutely. that maybe at one point in our future, DART might extend the light rail or bus service up north to connect this part of our city to the rest of the transit plan, so.
0: And for folks that like the outdoor living uh, elements that Plano has to offer, um, Envision Oak Point has, has certainly put some elements in there. That's certainly near and dear to my heart um, to, to see the green space that's, that's sure. part of that plan as well.
1: So hopefully we'll see more on that in July and have something to report back and to our listeners. If you don't listeners. have,
0: if you as a listener don't have anything better to do on Monday, June uh, July 23rd, please come out to the city council meeting and show your support for Envision Oak Point. Great. So these are just a few of the topics that uh, that we've lined out for the for future episodes. I think uh, it's pretty clear that what we really want to try to do here is to drive conversation is to be a thought leader a critical thought leader here in the in our community uh, particularly from a business perspective Uh, we don't have all the ideas Uh, we we know that you probably have some very good ideas that that you could submit as well and we'd certainly love to hear from you Uh, you can get in touch with us by responding through a comment on the facebook link here Uh, you can send us an email at info at chamber uh, at planochamber.org uh, but please send us your ideas for future episodes. Uh, maybe you want to learn about new real estate developments in Plano, or you want to know an amazing, uh, you want to know about or hear from uh, an amazing local business person that we could interview. But don't keep it to yourself, let us know. Uh, we were also happy to take on any new sponsors. Sponsorships are a good thing, and we would love to see uh, and, and we would uh, gladly accept your support for this program. So that's about all the time we have today. Thank you so much for turning in, tuning in to our first episode of Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think. Share this podcast with your friends and your family and your colleagues and, and your um, triathlete mates, because <laughs> I've got all the triathlete tips in the world. Um, and be sure to tune into the next episode later this month.
1: We look forward to to being back here again and visiting with you about a topic that is important to our community and helping share some information. So thanks for joining us for the first episode and be looking for a, a new podcast every two weeks. We'll bring you a new topic, a new person of interest, and we look forward to seeing you then.
0: Thank you so much.